Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Dan McTague joins me on this program, uh, 18 years federal liberal MP, now president of Canadians for Affordable Energy. And uh, I want to, Mr. McTague, um, bank on your expertise with governance and parliament. And then I want your thoughts on Mr. Trudeau and the carbon tax. But may we begin with this. We have federal political parties, lead story across the country for many newscasts, engaging in talks on how Parliament should operate during the pandemic. Now, the Conservative Party insists on more in-person parliamentary appearances. Did so last time, was overruled and shouted down. Um, what do you make of the fact that we have this going on, where they're actually debating about whether they should be in the House of the People they declared, Dan, that people who work in liquor stores are an essential service, but they declared themselves, at least as far as being present is concerned, be non-essential. Am I being too hard on them? Well, maybe you're living back to the day of Justin Trudeau's father who said they were nobody's 50 feet away from that. That's right, uh, he did. I'm wondering, though, I mean, there has been a lot. You talk here about uh, Biden's comments uh, uh, about uh, Keystone. I'm deeply concerned about the uh, Liberal government taking an approach of backing, again, the wrong crisis. It's his, uh, it's uh, insistence on ensuring that companies that are in need of finances, large employers, have to somehow uh, subscribe to the climate change objective as opposed to getting their folks back to work. Uh, there is, uh, of course, a, a significant, dramatic, unprecedented historical national debt that has just about doubled. And in that process, uh, very little in the way of accountability. Parliament has to sit five days a week. Uh, you know, if you have 15 people there or 338 uh, I guess the numbers really aren't that important, uh, especially if you want to consider the pandemic, but it must meet, and it must meet face-to-face. -face. Uh, two sword lengths away from the Prime Minister uh, is more than enough social distancing. So I think it's fair to say, yes, Parliament should get back to work. And in my 18 years, uh, a crisis of this nature never happened. And it's all the more reason why this Parliament is essential. Its membership is essential. Yeah. Its, its presence is essential. And, of course, if you're going to ask the public to subsidize your staff, you might as well start to uh, take some accountability and start uh, uh, dealing with and showing some leadership. You're parliamentarians. You're there to represent the public's interest. Lead by example. How do you suppose the debate is going inside the building? And it'll continue on Monday. How, how will this proceed? Well, it proceeds with House leaders and uh, with party whips going back and forth as to what they will accept, what they won't accept. Look, the Conservatives, I think, are very clear. They cut their turf out and said we need to have this parliament resume i just want to agree with but uh it, they have to recognize that the liberals can always count on the block uh and uh, their other progressive friends sure. the ndp and, and perhaps even the three green seats they have to always be able to hold a majority uh to get pretty much any way they want so if uh, you know elizabeth may doesn't like to have uh, these meetings and uh doesn't want to have uh, you know parliament uh, done any other way than through digital and once a week type thing or maybe a couple times a week on committee then that's likely the way it's going to be. But I think it does a tremendous disservice to Canadians, who many of which are returning to work now. Uh, store Retail stores are open. We mm -hmm. are beating this in some provinces, British Columbia in particular. Our friends in Vancouver here on CKNW know this. Uh, things are getting better. Uh, so I think it's time for parliamentarians to, you know, as it were, uh, fish or cut bait, and it's time to get back to work.
Well, it's it's your job. It's what you uh, you wanted. It's what you uh, applied for. And you got the job, and you're being extremely well paid for it, and you're refusing to follow the the wishes of 66% of the Canadian electorate who told Ipsos polling that they think MPs should take a cut in pay during the pandemic. They've refused to do that. So if you won't take a cut in pay, at least show up for work. Now, Mr. McTagg. Yes. yes. Carbon tax. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where do you want to go? I mean, look. It, it, I, I don't know anymore. I mean, it's unbelievable that in the midst of a crisis, uh, in a time when you're telling everybody that you're doing everything you can to make sure that this economy doesn't tip the wrong way, you lard on a, a tax, a 50% tax, not just on gasoline, but on diesel, jet fuel, and home heating fuel. Uh, it's the worst possible time. But I wouldn't be so upset if the fact that uh, they did that, and, and of course, being the only country, I think, in the world that fought the crisis by increasing taxes, but they're prepared to involve themselves with uh, increasing uh, a tax by stealth called the clean fuel standards. So if I could bring that up, that'll likely double the uh, the effect of the carbon tax. It's called the carbon tax 2.0. So if you don't like 11 cents a liter coming within the next couple of years, uh, you know, 14 uh, for diesel, 13 for diesel, you're going to love that the fact that they're bringing in this, you know, this standard that applies to every kind of emission in this country is likely to double the cost of living for everybody. Worse. This is the same government saying to the energy sector, the same energy sector that acted like a tractor in the last uh, recession, the 2008-2009, helped us get out of this, you know, this economic problem we had when we had global turndown. They're saying to that sector, we don't want you. We're going to regulate you out of existence. Uh, we, we're going to block your pipelines. And now we're going to say, you know, you have to have a plan uh, to meet a net zero carbon target, which, by the way, uh, Roy, many European countries, the big advocates, the Germanys, the Francis, are simply walking away from. The United States, of course, is fooled. We're the only country in the world that seems to be the international Boy Scouts following the wrong crisis, and it's going to cost Canadians terribly over the next several months. It is unconscionable unconscionable to increase taxes of any kind at this time, which other legislators seem to understand, but not Mr. Trudeau. And frankly, Dan, I don't think that our that our uh, official opposition is doing nearly enough, uh, good enough job in bringing that constantly to Canadians' attention. I think the Conservatives are sitting on the sidelines, and uh, I don't think they're doing anywhere near the job they should be doing. Well, I think they're going to back the wrong crisis. And uh, if they want to know why they had the actual largest number of votes in the last election, it's because they took that position. Canadians now feel what a recession is like. They feel what a real crisis is like. They're not going to be snowed or conned into believing that somehow, uh, just because a bunch of media folks uh, are out there pushing or perhaps big, large corporations that have an interest right. in backing uh, renewables are suddenly making this argument that somehow uh, it comes to pay that they they have to pay yeah. for that they're going to believe us. I think the Conservatives should stay, stand hard on what they've said in the past. Yes, sir. Oppose this carbon tax and do it. Thank you, Dan. Always good talking to you. Thank you so much. Have a great weekend, Roger. You too. President of the Canadians for Affordable Energy, Mr. Dan McTagg, 18 years. A member of Parliament for the Liberal Party. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend. 